Behind the showroom <laughs> with my e- Mike Eshack, and he just told me he's done asking me questions. Yes, I'm done done asking you questions. Why? Because you're like smug about everything, <laughs> and I don't know how to read that, you know. And like, not only that, you like uh, you give me work, and then I'm just like, I guess I just gotta eat this up, you know. <laughs> I don't want to piss her off and shit. Like when I asked you for scissors, you were like, they don't trust me with scissors, and then you just left it at that. That's that was the answer. Yeah, I but, didn't but, feel like but there you needed to be more answers well i think there's another uh, like a courteous thing that you could have done you could have been like hey you see that girl ask her oh there were staff right there you could have asked any i did of them. ask them i had to ask did all they of know them. any see none of us know but where they scissors told me are where, they told me where i could who i could talk to they don't they were allow nice. us to have blunt objects we who's work they? with the public who's they i don't know exactly you I see know. see it's probably me you say that they stuff and then i'm just like oh shit we're Ma- run by mafia right <laughs> I was going to say ISIS. Mafia, ISIS. Yeah, what is going on here, man? Also, my people run this. Okay. Yeah, yeah see, so you should have known where to find the scissors. Back on you. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you what, though. You do, yeah, you do have the ability to make me uh, sometimes not engage with you. Oh. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, there's the end of the podcast. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, like, in a fun way. It's just Look like, at you being so honest. I love it. Because most comics aren't. They're just, like, scared and terrified and never talk to me. And I... Okay, I sort of like it. But on the other hand... <laughs> I know you fucking love it. What are you talking about? Here's what... I figure that when you... I, okay, so I've heard that I'm intimidating. Yeah. And I don't feel... That that's the truth. You don't feel that you're I, intimidating? No. I feel like when people finally act like people and talk to me, yeah. that they're less intimidated. You're not intimidated by me. You talk to me all the time. No, now I'm not. Yeah, you know? But exactly. what I'm saying is But you is figured it out. I figured it you're out. Like she's just an asshole on the inside. 100%. Right. Yes, I get that. Aren't we though. all except for I just don't hide it. Oh, and I get that. Okay, now. but in the beginning, it's like, yo, I want her to hire me. Mm-hmm. And I did. But no, no, what I'm saying is like, you know, <laughs> I'm not playing that game where up front, I'm like, hey, I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? And hope that that works, you know? But, but what if it did? I think it, now knowing you, I think it would have. Right. I think Just now knowing direct, you, if I was more direct at the top, you probably would have appreciated the shit out of that. Yeah. I think what annoys you the most probably is when people pussyfoot around uh, you and like your energy and like try to play up this act that they, you know, that they really don't act like that. But right. I, but you have that ability to do that to people. And I think that's a powerful thing, you know. I just want people to be people. I just just be your normal self. Yeah, I'm and, the same way. And like if you if you come to me and you you're you're like super, I, well I don't know what I want to ask for, and, but you do know what you want to ask for. Just ask for it. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Like I don't have time to listen to every person. Because most people can waffle. see. Yeah. We can sense. We know you're trying to get to something. Just get there. Right. Do the formalities. That's very nice to be like, hey, what's going on? How you doing? Everything good? Yeah. Yo, I wanted to ask you a question. Right. Ask the question. Way you don't even have efficient. to ask me if you could ask a question. Just ask a question. Right. So, right. and and it's right. not just to you. So there's the staff. My staff have rules. <laughs> they what? They <laughs> have what? rules. Okay. They can only ask me one question per day. 
But that's because they ask stupid questions. Mm. And stupid questions are super annoying. Yeah. Like, especially because I have to answer customers' questions. Mm -hmm. I have to answer their stupid questions. <laughs> because they're customers. Like, literally, are they funny? No. And and <laughs> and to be honest, I'll I'll answer like an asshole to them too, but they think I'm being funny. Really, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Are they funny? I'm like, no, this comedy club's been here for 40 years by booking not funny comedians. We're well, we're glad you came. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll leave it just like that. Right. And they'll be like, oh, she's just joking. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And I kind of sort of a little bit maybe have called you stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's fine. Exactly. But yeah, so the, the staff will ask me questions and I'm like, you already know the answer to that question or you know where to find the information. I'm not going to answer. I mean, listen, if you're if you're like if I'm running a joint, I think you do want to get to a point where you're not running it as much as you really need to be running it. You should right. have like right. You should staff in place that just look, figure that shit out because right. you've been here long enough and all of my staff have been there long enough. Yeah. I mean, like 10, 12, 15, yeah. 18 years. Yeah. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Stop asking me questions. How do you keep how do you keep staff for that long? What 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 is it? What do you think? What is it? How, yeah. Like well, So you've been you've been in business for like so long and then I'm like, an what? asshole on the outside. Yeah. But I'm actually a nice person. Yeah, you fed us. And what yeah, see? That's because I'm trying to lower your defenses. I was like, here, get nice and full and then tell me about your life. So you just ruined <laughs> my salad. I'm not I'm not gonna enjoy it now. That's too bad. Well so you should have had it before. <laughs> yeah. See? Now it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's no. why. That's why you, he gave you Borberger. But how does how do you do that? Like you know, like I think like I think like people who like run businesses, you know, it's like the turnover rate. Just I think of like when we were talking about like rental properties, like mm -hmm. an investor would love to buy a home that already has a good renter in there paying a certain amount of money mm -hmm. long term because this is an easy transition. Mm -hmm. So it's a easier it's easier for you to keep mm -hmm. good employees. You know what I'm saying? Right. Most of the mostly I hate hiring. Like I detest it. So I put up with a lot. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> you know, like people showing up late. It's okay as long as it's not to the point of disrespectful. Like there's a couple of staff. I know they're always going to be five minutes late. It's, it's a thing. It's whatever. I will, I'll make them suffer in other ways. Like I'll make them be the one that stays for the second show or, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's a give and take, <laughs> but you know, they, they come in and it's, it's really family. I mean, it's family run. My mom and I run it. Um, JC is my daughter's father, so he's been there. Jason and Pendrell have both been there for over 15 years. And so you just, you get to know everybody and, you know, we have Friendsgiving and we go out to drink and... That's great. Yeah, so really just, they just don't have a choice. They're family now. Yeah. yeah you can't quit family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guilt them, okay. Yeah, you guilt them. I well, think that's and, cool, though. And even, uh, like, Wendy started out, she um, got the job before, she's a high school teacher, and she got the job before she got tenure, so she was just, you know, doing it to make extra money on the side, and now she doesn't need the job. But she comes in and works two days a week because she's like, well, what else am I going to do? You know, yeah, well, might as well be here with you guys. Why not? Yeah. I mean, if you can make money and enjoy where you're at. Sure. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing, too. That's great. It's a good environment to work in. And, you know, I back my employees. We never talk bad about customers and how great they are. I mean, <laughs> right. right. but, you know, so it's just it's, a, it's just respecting people. Which goes back to, just talk to me. 
Like, yeah. be direct. Yeah. Treat me like a person. Yep. Know that time is money. But you know what, though? Is it like, I, I maybe you probably don't have this problem, okay? But, like, so I can be somewhat intimidating to certain people. And <laughs> I do have that problem, yeah. but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but what I'm saying is, is that, like, um, oh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say now. You're somewhat intimidating to certain people. Yeah, I'm somewhat intimidating to certain people. You have a very people. strong personality. Yeah, it, but but here's the thing. Now, I like me, I complain like you, where I'm just like, yo, get to know me first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Before you make these prejudgments that mm-hmm. I'm an asshole or I don't like women or, or like whatever, terrorist or all that fucking shit. Exactly. Right, and then when you find out he really is like all of those things, then you just know, not just assume. <laughs> you, know, you know how to deal with me from that. You see what I'm saying? No, but, 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 but my thing is, is that I know that about me. So, like, when I see those people that are intimidated by me, I'm like, you know, I'm like, man, you know, if you really knew me, you would, you would, you would, you would, you'd be surprised. But then at the same time, I know that, but sometimes there's certain people I have, I'm sort of intimidated by opening up to them or figuring out them, you know, because Mm -hmm. sometimes there's this fear where you fear that when you talk to that person, you're going to realize they do hate you. You know? Okay, well, spoiler alert. I hate very few people. Like, I can name two, and both of them are for very good reason. Mm. And none of them are professional. Mm. I don't hate anybody. Mm. I either don't know you, or, you know, just maybe I don't remember you, or you really have never talked to me. So Mm. I really don't know you, but they assume, like you said, it's just an assumption and I'm to the point in my life where I can't explain to everybody that I'm not intimidating. I can't come up and tell Amen. you the reasons. Here's the reasons that you should try to talk to me. Mm. No, you should try to talk to me because yep. whatever reason you have to talk Amen. to me, just suck it up and do mm. it. I get annoyed when I know someone is just nervous around me and I can tell yeah. and you could feel it. I don't know why, but I, it, it gives me it gives me anxiety <laughs> because it makes me worried about how they're worried about me. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. I care about them not feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And then it just gets really awkward and hard to be around. Yeah. And see, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't affect how I feel, how you feel. Yeah. Cause you're a sociopath. Okay. I'm joking. It's not the first time. It's not the first time I've been accused yeah. of that. Yeah. No, it's just that I don't I don't worry about what people think about me. Yeah. I don't and you know, like uh, there was a saying I think that that's I love the key, right? There yeah, people what people say about me is none of my business. So if you when you fi- people don't know people don't know that I own the club. They'll come in, I'll be behind the bar or I'll be bartending or I'll do something and they have no idea. But when they need to figure it out, they will. Mm. If they ever, you know, comics mm-hmm. especially. Mm-hmm. When I first bought the club, people thought that either Skip, who's my stepdad, or JC, who's my, for lack of a better term, baby daddy, that they own the club. And there's so many layers to unravel with that. Like, is it because they're men? You know, whatever. But that was the assumption. And somebody asked me once, does it bother you? And I go, no. When they need to know, they'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just not at a point where. But I think it's, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily because you're a woman. I think it's, I think a lot of it is because you carry yourself like a comic. 
You do know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm not sure if like, that's a compliment or not. No, but I mean, you carry yourself with this air of like, yo, I'm going to fucking roast everyone in this room. You know what I mean? Like you, you have that demeanor and like when 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 someone would see you in a comedy club i think the first connection they make is oh she's gonna go on stage tonight or she's a comic <laughs> so i think i think that's really? what it is yeah okay you know mm-hmm. i don't know i don't think i, mean, I don't do assume with- that everybody i don't assume everybody's sexist but i know that we are somewhat as a society predetermined I mean, there's riddles about it and everything I can do. Oh, yeah. But customers have done it, too, where they assume. I had a customer argue with me whether I was the manager or not. You're not the manager. And I just looked at them and said, okay. Dude, my grandmother was a baller. Right. Like She was, uh, uh, I remember when I was like 14 years old, uh, my grandmother and my my family were Arab from Yemen, but they lived in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. So they've been there for over 100 years. And uh, my grandmother, like in the 40s, as a woman in a Muslim country, became a very successful businesswoman. Really? That takes a lot at that That's time. That's awesome. It takes a lot. And, but she was like really like a great businesswoman. She just hustled so hard. Um, she ended up figuring out that Indonesia was going to privatize their menthol production and she got an early buy-in on the on the on the segment of the market, but that's that's the type of woman she was. And one time, my mom, as we were traveling to Indonesia, wanted to start a clothing line. So on our way to Bali, because back then they didn't have an airport, you had to drive to Bali from my grandma's. Way. It was about 12, 13 hour drive. But my grandmother, such a businesswoman, she would make business stops along the way. So a twelve hour drive took two days. Right. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the business stops was to go to this clothing. Oh yeah, going to this clothing uh, uh, factory, and uh, and she was gonna help like see if she could like broker a deal with them with 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 my mom. So we get in there, and the one worker's like puts us in this room and everything, and then he sits us down, and then he's like, "I'll get the boss, I'll get the boss." And the boss comes in, and he's this pompous Indonesian man in a really nice suit, and but and when he like walked in, you were just like. You know, you could sense the energy of this dude. Yeah. And he walks in and he looks around and he goes, where are they? Right. And then he goes, they're right here. And right. then he goes, oh, that's not the wife? <laughs> and my grandmother just got up and started walking out. And the other Indonesian was like, no, she's the owner. Right. And then he was like, oh, and they were trying to be nice right. to her and everything. She wasn't fucking happy. Yeah, yeah. Went right in the fucking minivan and we fucking took off. I'll never forget that shit. Yeah. But yeah, it's easy. It's but they, easy. It's an easy assumption. Yeah. Yeah. I've done, there's a there's a riddle. Um, and you probably, I don't know if you've heard it, but it's um, a, a man and his son get in a terrible car accident. The father dies. Son needs surgery, goes into surgery. And the surgeon says, I can't work on this child. It's my son. And you go, you know, so who's the, who's the surgeon? Hmm. So what's the answer? I'm too dumb to answer that. No, it's the it's it's systematic sexism. It's his mother. Oh right. Because mo- right, 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 women right, can right. be surgeons too. But and it's really? not. <laughs> no, only clothing manufacturers. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's it, it's it's just it's systematic it's not that you're doing it on purpose it's not even that yeah. you're a sexist yeah no 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 it's I know. just that's not where your it's mind goes it's, it's subconscious completely and that's why it's i don't programmed. get mad at people it's programmed for, right i don't get mad at people yeah. for it yeah, yeah, yeah i just yeah. know you don't know what you don't know exactly. and you still base things on assumption yeah and when you stop doing that then you're going to be more enlightened and see things differently but in, i'm not going to convince you to do that yeah. in a conversation over a 100%, 100%. bar 100% but when you do figure it out i'll be here right and i'm still going to be a person right and you're going to be like oh she's a person i'm a person let's yeah. talk yeah as long as you don't ask stupid questions yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll talk to you see the way the way you said that the way you said that the way the you said questions. that you the stupid questions things you did it in such a like a tony soprano way <laughs> That for, for for me, I thought it was a veiled threat to me. I thought like, <laughs> I thought it was just like I'm gonna tell you about this shit, but then I'm also directing it towards you, Mike. Don't ask stupid questions like where scissors, where right? can I get scissors? Which isn't a stupid question, but I literally <laughs> the answer is I have no clue where there are scissors in my club. Yeah, and it's something I probably should know. Yeah, and if I needed them, I'd ask somebody. <laughs> but I don't know. There's scissors somewhere. That's 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 how you should be. Like, but anybody, anytime somebody asks me where scissors are, I tell them I'm not allowed to have blunt objects or sharp objects. Yeah. They don't trust me. Yeah. <laughs> and usually, most people accept that as the answer. Not you, Mike. I mean, what, what, we made it a three day thing now. <laughs> yeah, we did. Every day that scissors have come up. <laughs> There's a really sharp pair by the register. I found them yesterday. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, I don't even know where these scissors came from, yeah. but they look scary. Yeah. Whatever. When, so you had a, you t said something interesting when we were eating last, not last night, night before last. Mm. When did you start comedy? Start comedy? Start doing comedy? Start right. performing? Well, so start stand thinking up? about, yeah. Stand up. Oh, that's right, because you said you I started improv. Improv and then comedic acting and like, you know, a lot of stage stuff and some film stuff and then just never thought about doing stand-up and then it, i think i hit my three-year mark doing stand-up in two days okay so january 7th three years ago is when i when wow. i made the decision that i was gonna really push hard with stand-up nice yeah. okay yeah yeah the interesting thing you said though was after 9-11 yeah that you wanted to see uh if if people could still laugh about and be funny yeah, to me it was important. I think like yeah, after 9/11 cuz like think about it. Before 9/11, I was a United States Marine American citizen. Right. After 9/11, I had to prove to everyone that I was a United States Marine American citizen. So which like, is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous, but you know what? Just like how you said you don't blame people mm -hmm. for assuming that, it's almost like part of me was like this is fucked up, but I've at the same time it's like Yo, when the news keeps pumping faces like me on there and that keeps being driven, I almost can't blame you to hate me. I look in the mirror, I want to call the cops on myself, you know? <laughs> but but yeah, so like it was really important and therapeutic for me to like go and be like, yo, there's an Arab guy on stage doing things about Arab stuff and can he get a room full of white people to laugh at it? Right. So. And you've, you can. I've seen it. Oh yeah, thanks. But it took a lot of failure. You know how comedy is. Like that that first what five years was just nothing but bombing. Yeah, but that so you were doing improv then, or you An were improv, doing improv? Yeah, yeah, improv. But I, I liked that at the time. I liked improv because it was a good opportunity to write sketches. So it's like you improvise, 
you come up with something, yeah. you go, whoa, we can write this down and then put it up on stage. And like, that's really cool, that yeah. process, you know? Yeah. But then I had no idea I was way better in stand up. <laughs> I had no idea the whole time. Yeah. I should have just done stand up. Well, then improv lends well to stand up because there are skills that you can use mm -hmm. from improv. Absolutely. It's, it's interesting when I find out or when I know somebody has an improv background because there is a, a difference. Is there? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. And what, what, what's the difference? Like, um, what do you notice? Like, uh, so it's not, a, it's not a secret that I hate crowd work. Hate it. You hate it? I hate it. 100%. That's why you lit me early last night? Yeah, I was... Uh, this, is that why you lit Christ, me early last this night? Guy, no, the <laughs> second show? Yeah. I lit you early because I hated that show. Okay, yeah. I, mean, I hated the yeah. the, uh, the audience. Yeah. Uh, I no, was the, like... The audience was great except for those girls. Right, right. Everyone I, I texted Jessica. I was like, uh, you want to do 35? <laughs> I know. She told <laughs> She's me. like, yes. I said, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I could tell when... I mean, it's when it's not fun for you guys... And when the when I the, was having fun though. Oh, oh, you were scaring the shit out of people, and it was hilarious to me. <laughs> I wasn't scaring the shit. The out of fuck you weren't. I was listen, scared the shit out of listen, those girls. Mike came on stage and was like, "We are gonna railroad this entire show, <laughs> and I'm gonna stand here until you respect it." <laughs> and then he didn't say shit for a really long. Uncomfortable I didn't really time. say shit. What are you talking about? You said really? nothing. What do you mean? It I said was nothing? silence. What are you talking about? You stood on stage and just stared at them. And yeah, was, at the girls. Yeah. Listen, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. It was funny. Because they needed it. They needed it. But it was uncomfortably long. I was like, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God, how long is he going to do this? Come on, man. Like, oh my God. Come on. When's he going to talk? Say something. Please say something. Come on. You need so it. Scary. That room needed it. Oh, I'm not. That's what I said. That I, room needed it. Listen, I didn't like you because of that. I was. In, and I barely cut your time. It wasn't even anything. I was just like, I'm done with these people. They don't. They don't appreciate good comedy. You know, I prefer doing material. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But, but but when you say you hate crowd work, do you mean like you hate when a comic ever does crowd work, or do you mean you hate when a comic just goes into crowd work? I hate when a comic takes a census during their set for no reason whatsoever. When I am literally in the back going, all right, they've been married 32 years. He works at a pepper mill. Uh, and mm. I know the entire background, but it has nothing to do with their material. And that's where I believe that improv mm. lends to better crowd work because it's usually... Tied in. Tied in. Like you're asking a question and it doesn't matter what the answer is. You have it's going into something that right. you're about to say. Right. They could say the most obscure, off the wall thing, and you're gonna be like, "Well, yeah, you know." And what I was gonna relate that to, and you mm. related into something. Mm. But when a comic just stands, and comics all think they do great crowd work. I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> I think it's about five percent. Listen, yeah. last night's show, notwithstanding, we're yeah. not talking about last night's. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. You haven't done crowd work the rest of the weekend. I did a little. Yeah, but not enough for me to be like, fuck, I hate crowd work. Good. Well, then, good. Yeah. There was a couple of weeks ago, there was a feature that was doing crowd work. And it was literally everybody in the front row. I knew what they did, how long they were married, whether they divorced, and where they, which app they met on. And so the headliner, who I'm friends with, came in, and he was like, how's it going? And so I gave him the rundown. I said, don't worry, I'm taking notes for the census. Because he knows I hate crowd work. Right. <laughs> But I mean, sometimes crowd work is necessary, right? Because I find that, like, you know, like, 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 like and and that's I'm not talking about necessary, like, especially if a, if an audience isn't reacting, if you know, you have to do something to pull them in. 
I get that. Mm. But just the random. So, how are you guys doing? Oh yeah, no, no. Where no. are yes, you I from? Know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Unless, unless you're one of those type of crowd where people like, like Joe Lowers, who could like ask a question, but it's gonna go into something like instantly, you know? Yeah. You don't like Joe Lowers, huh? <laughs> I like Joe Lowers just fine. Yeah. I was just uh, just giving a little pause there. <laughs> Joe Lowers. <laughs> yeah. World Series of Comedy. So about everybody me bombing knows, last night. Let's talk about me bombing last night. Everybody knows I love to bust Joe Lowers' balls. It's my favorite thing to do. He has balls. because nobody else does it. Yeah. Yeah. I bust his balls. Whatever. I do. Mm-hmm. Like, I borderline hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you borderline hate everybody. That's just my face. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Good. just my face. You have resting hate face? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's the aggressive eyebrows, <laughs> you know, how they're is? angled, you know? Mm, I never noticed. Okay, oh, well. maybe that's because it doesn't work on me. Ugh. I'm not, I'm not scared of you, Mike. I think something. I'm going to scare you one of these days. I'm going to get to you. Watch. I'm going to get to you. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna finally... Uh, Show a micro uh, expression. You're just gonna a <laughs> tiny little micro expression. I'm gonna be like, I made her cry. I made her cry. <laughs> There's not gonna even be moisture in yeah, my eyes. He's gonna be like, Did you see her twitch? She twitched. She did she it. I got her. I got her. Yeah, no. I'm gonna have like slow mo video of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've I've perfected the the stare. Yeah, you did. No, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. Mostly because people will keep talking if you just look at them. Like you can get all kind of information. The women in it. my family have that stare. Yeah. Though. Oh, that's right. You said I that I you. remind you of your fat aunt or something. What was it? <laughs> He's like, this obese woman, you remind me exactly of her. <laughs> was that how it went? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I just don't want people to think I'm exaggerating. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, you guys are very much cut from the same cloth, especially like your heart. Like you guys have got very good heart, and um, but like your demeanor on the outside is like, yo, this might be a horrible person. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then deep down, they're hey, she's charitable, nice to people, she treats everyone with respect, but just has that mad face syndrome. Yeah, you know? right. I do have that. Yeah. yeah. Plus. Plus, I want you to know that, hey, I'm nice and charitable, but don't fuck with me. Amen. That's everyone. That's Yeah. I have a, I have another side. Yeah. We all do. We all should. We don't want to see that side. People have seen that side, and they're scared. Yeah. I haven't seen that side. Thank God. No. It doesn't come out a lot. It doesn't have to, because yeah. people are pre-scared, so I don't have to do it. You're a sweetheart, Jenny. Mm, don't tell anybody. You know what? You should introduce everyone you meet in a podcast format. <laughs> Every person that you meet, you're like, hi, my name is... Like, Hold on a second. Pull out the microphone. <laughs> well, uh, maybe someday they'll listen and they'll be like, oh, she's not so bad. Yeah. Maybe that's the name of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll change it to, oh, she's not so bad. Oh, she's not so bad. <laughs> Hilarious. Like triple A bad. Bad. <laughs> she ain't so bad. Yeah. That, uh... That uh, Band-Aid you got is oh. extra cute. Hello Kitty. It's That's my way to make it not be so intimidating. <laughs> what had happened was on New Year's Eve, I bent my entire nail back. Oh, wow. It hurts. I was opening a box and it caught on the box. Oh, it went, oh but it oh. didn't break off. It so just held hanging there. It's like there. So then I refuse to, I don't even look at it. So I just keep putting a Band-Aid on it and go, maybe it'll fix itself. 
Because I don't, it's like, I don't know, like, do I cut it off? Oh, or do I've I, had that happen before. I, will it reattach? Am I a lizard? What happens? I don't know. <laughs> you got to open it up. Gotta, I don't want to. You got to look into it. It might, no. it, might, it might need to be pulled off. It'll be fine. I might die. I don't know. <laughs> this might be my last hey, podcast. I'm going to be absolutely honest. <laughs> oh, shit. If you did Am die because of the nice. Hello Kitty Band-Aid, come on, man. <laughs> come on. I'll Come never on. live it down. <laughs> about you be not dead. dying about a Hello Kitty Band-Aid. You'll never live it down in heaven. <laughs> They'll be like, really? Like, oh, that's that one. Hello Kitty? <laughs> she definitely didn't die as she lived. God's <laughs> like, you know you could have just pulled the thing off. <laughs> no, it seems, uh, uh, I don't want, I'm still getting heebie-jeebies. No, I don't want to. That's so, interesting. That's interesting that that gives you heebie-jeebies. I just saw, oh. I just saw a moment of fear in you. This is oh. the first time. I don't want to rip my nail off. Like, hey, can you watch? Can you watch? Can, can you watch? Can you watch surgery videos? Sure. Okay. I'm I a can't. sociopath. Of course, I, I can't. I can't. I watch the ID channel. Jessica, can you watch surgery videos? Exactly. See, that's a person with empathy. Oh, learn that shit. Hmm. I am. Uh, they're having surgery. That means that somebody's trying to help them get better. It's not like they're just cutting into them to open their heart and be like, "Well, that's interesting. No, Let's no, put no, them no, back no. together." Man, you, you act like we're not talking I don't about cadavers. You, you act like I don't have the internet. I know shit. I know about that. Oh, you have the internet? Yes. In third world countries <laughs> like Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, speaking of, I met this asshole, some, some really pompous dude in L.A. was like smoking a cigarette outside and he was like, hey, man, where are you from? And I was just like, Detroit. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you're ethnically Detroit. What? That's what he said. What does that mean? Did you ask more questions? I just said, yeah. I said, that's <laughs> I just, I didn't want to talk to him. See, you didn't because, want to like, because, like, because, because Because it was stupid. It was, and he wasn't being joking. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. He, he was, was just like, ignorant. Ethnically Detroit? What yeah. the fuck does that mean, bro? Yeah. That's funny. Third world country. Like did Detroit. you Google it? <laughs> did I? <laughs> I don't have the internet. Yeah, I did my 23andMe and uh, oh. my family's from... Detroit. <laughs> Actually, it's Detroit. <laughs> it's this uh, foreign place you've never heard of yes. called Detroit. Detroit. It's an old French fort. All right. We like to shop at Target. <laughs> uh, I'm ridiculous. Do you know what Mervyn's is? Yeah. It's a clothing store. It used to be, right? They don't have them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to know if they had them out here, too. Oh, I don't know. I don't really... I hate shopping. What? Hey, uh, well, she's from Alaska. She's from a different country. I was from Alaska. I lived in Alaska for four years. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know? Did you like it? I loved it. I would have stayed, except for, so my dad was Coast Guard, and we were stationed there for four years. And He's military, like career Coast career. Guard? Career. Yeah, okay. like he retired and still works for the Coast Guard. Well, that's, you make more money that way, though. <laughs> right, right, because yeah. you're getting your retirement your plus your salary. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But that's so, yeah, for sure, career Coast Guard. But we were there for four years, and uh, when he got orders back to, actually, Alameda, so we were moving back to Sacramento, and he was commuting, but I wanted to stay. Like, I begged my parents to let me stay. I was only 16, but I was like, your friends will let me live with them, and yeah. They ruined my life and said no. And so I had to come here and get into a comedy club. <laughs> How old were you when you were there? Uh, 12 to 16. Oh, yeah. and that's So a, I moved that's a between really, my sophomore and junior year of high school. That's a hard time. 
It was. Because high school's already hard, and, like, you know, you got to, like, groundwork to get yourself going socially and all kinds of other things. Yeah, so I came back here, got engaged at 17, married at 21. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Divorced at 25. Holy shit. Bought a comedy club at 30. Why not? Have you been back? Oh, yeah. I love Alaska. Do you still have friends over there? Do you still keep (laughs) in contact with some of those Mm -hmm. people? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I took my daughter up there three years ago for 10 days. And we did. We went hiking in the rain. And uh, what month is the good time to go there, weather-wise? Like, um, what do you like? Summertime, but that's is, also when all the tourists are there. Is is is, is their summertime the same as our mm-hmm. summertime? Even though it being that high up north. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm fucking stupid. I know. All I know like is that we're the on earth. The same. We're on the same. Uh, no. West coast. It's just They're above on, us. But, but 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 the tilt of the Earth's axis makes a great difference in weather patterns up there. God damn it! I learned that in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> you act like it's a million miles away, though. Oh my god! It's literally just above Seattle. Yeah. It's right there. It's not above Seattle. It's above. Canada that you know no Alaska's to the left of Canada we have to get a map out yeah <laughs> pull, pull out your phone let's go Alaska is to the left of Canada yeah I know but it's also so it's not Canada and then Alaska that's like Antarctica is up there shit you see what I'm it's, saying what's up Greenland, Greenland. it's Greenland <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to Antarctica, but I've been to fucking Alaska. So what's really funny is Alaska, people think that... um, You're done. You can't talk now. If I can't talk, this podcast gets really weird. We're both stupid. I know about Alaska. Um, Pull pull it on Google. So people think that Alaska is smaller than Texas. Right? Right? And And it's really funny because Alaska is actually the size of the United States. Almost. So it's by by land size, it's the largest by so much. So in Alaska, everything's a joke. It's like it'll sh- there will be uh, jawbreakers, there'll be Alaska sized jawbreaker, and then a Texas sized jawbreaker. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's that's... all a huge joke. Yeah. So we're gonna pull up an Alaska map so that um, <clears throat> geography over here can see where we're at. That's... See Canada. This okay. is, this is uh, dead space on podcast. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Everybody, everybody, get out your Google. Yeah, We're gonna get out the Google fucking Google Alaska to Yo, know man. that it's not a hundred thousand miles away from the United States. It's pretty far. It's not. You guys are pretty. You guys are... <laughs> You're like I'm gonna keep on this. Yeah. Plus, I lived in Juneau, which is like southern Alaska. It's down in the little panhandle. Mm-hmm. So we're not talking about like northern Alaska where you can almost see Russia. She's, she's given up on our geography. It's also north of Canada. Let's fight. Let's. Oh, let's fight. Finally, let's finally. fight. Okay. Yeah. Here's Washington. Uh-huh. What's north? What's adjacent to Canada? What do you mean? Right there. It's fine. It's fine. What is this? Is this all Alaska? Yeah. Down here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but where does it end? Stop it. Let me see. Don't touch me. You're like, where does it end? But you can't. uh, It's fine. 
Please, everybody, learn geography. Is that it's where like it fifth ends? grade. It ends right there in Victoria. That's Vancouver. That's, That's Seattle. Vancouver, see? All right. Now, yeah. where's Alaska? Where's Alaska? It's up here. North of Canada. Let's it's fight. It's not north of Canada. It oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Let's fight. I've already agreed to fight with you so many times. Huh? Right. What I'm saying is Alaska is situated a little more north of Canada. It's not, though. We are. You're talking about like. Ketchikan, Prince Canada Rupert. Canada this is. I'm sorry? <laughs> okay, we're moving on from Alaska. We're just going to accept that Mike is going to do some research on geography. Yo, man, no. I can't fly. Oh, make a and point. also, we're going to fight. I mean, yeah. It's going to be fun. You guys are not going to be able to see it, though. He's been, right. You're, <laughs> you're going to have to watch it on World Star or something. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Jessica will record yeah, it. Yeah, for Jessica us. will record it. Yeah. I want to put you through that painting. Um, I just want to point out we're not in the same weight class. <laughs> so I don't know if I have to like tie one hand behind my back or something. Do you uh, need a handicap? Yeah. Or is the handicap that I'm a girl? I won't accept that <laughs> shit. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't accept the bait. Dude, that was there's, awesome. <laughs> there's a lot of women that could kick my ass. I ain't I'm, even going to try. I'm not one of them. I yeah. should tell you now that I've never been in a fight in my life. Ever? So I'm pretty sure I will lose yeah, well, immediately. I'll probably just cry. Like we had to fight maybe, but like I don't think I, I can't hit a woman. No. Well, I can hit her when she asks me to. <laughs> Good to know. You know, like if she, some <laughs> girls ask you to. <clears throat> Some girls are into that. Yeah, one girl wanted me to punch her in the face. Oh, for real? Little okay, jit. during sex? During sex. I have a bit about Did you do it? No. Oh. My dick went soft right away. That's weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh. Did you regret not doing it? No. Oh, okay. I don't want to hit a woman like that. She wanted me to punch her in like the face. Like, maybe she got super annoying later and you were like, fuck, I should have punched her. Oh yeah, that would have that would have happened if I stayed with her. You know what I mean? Like that was a good sign that I gotta get the fuck out of this shit. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, my dick's got a mind of its own. It was just like, nope, we're not doing this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I've only been choked once. It was a weird experience. Choked like you asked for it? No, I didn't. That was what was weird. That is weird. Yeah, like, you can't. Like just went straight for it and like literally. My fists balled up like I was ready to fight. And then I was like, I had to talk myself down and be like, okay, this is supposedly for pleasure and not for, he's not threatening my life. But then I had to be like, okay, well, let's not do that again. Yeah. That's not my favorite. I'm not yeah. going to. Yeah. I mean, like, was he like legit, like squeezing? It wasn't super hard. No, no, no. It was just enough to be like, oh, oh that's not, I'm yeah, not yeah, sure yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, Okay, well, yeah, he was doing it right. Oh, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. thing is, it's just, it came unexpected. It was unexpected. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Like, I literally, yeah, yeah. like, had to think about it. When you said choke, I'm like, worried. But like, was he, like, closing me, your airways? It took me out of what I was, yeah. like, out of my, the space that I was in, because I was literally went into fight or flight, because I was like, okay, there's somebody who has, you have your hand around was my Was this the first then. time you guys were having sex? No. Oh, okay. No. But so then you already knew him. Yeah. And then that's why I didn't punch him. Exactly right. If, I, if, if it was, was the first somebody day, I didn't know, like, yeah. I would have probably just punched him. And yeah, would have been. Would've, when would've I was that. when I was really young, like yeah. I was like seventeen, eighteen, and I was having sex with this girl, and she had a hoodie on. Right, she was wearing a hoodie, and we like we hooked up in the back of my car, and uh, so we just like went to it and shit. And um, I I had my arms like I was on top of her, so I had my 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 hands above like next to her head mm -hmm. right but 
using that to hold down. Right, leverage. And the whole time I had no idea until she told me that I was choking her with her own hoodie. <laughs> like, because oh, I was pressing the yeah, hoodie yeah, yeah, yeah. collar yeah. against her throat. And yeah. she was all like, and then when we, we got done, she literally told me, she was like, I thought you were going to murder me. <laughs> <laughs> And I could see and that. And she now. didn't miss a stroke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> right, right. But yeah, man, to me, it was just like, oh, yeah, I could see how creepy that is. Mm-hmm. You know, like she probably thought, oh, dude, this guy's going to kill me now. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird when, because I mean, I think, I think there should be communication about, but it's awkward to have a conversation. Like before you have sex and be like, listen, yeah. uh, these are my likes and don't likes. That's yeah. why Fifty Shades of Grey is really funny because there's a whole contract about it. And here's my hard lines. And yeah. But then it's like, wouldn't it make it easier if that was? If you just go into it knowing this is what she likes and this is what she doesn't. Well, you know, yes. And 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 yet at the same time, it's a, it's a fine line because... Like if you go out of your way to, so what do you like? So what do you like? So what do you like? It's creepy. It not only it makes creepy, it like sort of like um, it takes the surprise out of it. Yeah. It's like if the person can figure it out, they got good instincts, and it makes the sex better. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But like, yeah, that whole asking thing is like it's 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 a little too much. But well, it makes you seem it makes you seem. Um, insecure too and like do you or, like this right. is this okay right fucking just do just it just do it point. and figure it out you know <laughs> right. what I mean yeah, but yeah. like yeah it, there's a fine line between the two that yeah of like asking and shit but that's why I have it's an interesting um, era we're in of like you know making sure you have consent and mm-hmm. like how that changes the dynamics of a relationship and a, a physical relationship Cause yes, of course you need consent, mm-hmm. but like, but you also need to take chances, right? Right. There's something right. sexy about that, you know. There's something like I, I, I find that like some women are really a, a, they appreciate when I take charge. So they they appreciate when I can sniff them out, figure out that they like me, and then take charge. Right. There's a lot of women that like they love that, you know. Yeah. But then sometimes it's really hard to figure women out, you know. And it's just like, what do you do? Should I ask? Right. You know? Right. So. And if that's something that turns them off, then well, now, that's that. Yeah, but you know what? Though sometimes I find out that when you take a chance as a guy or like even as a girl, like sexually, and then that person doesn't like it, uh, I found that nine times out of ten, man, usually that girl would be like right away, "Hey, I wasn't into that." Yeah. And then you just don't do it again. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's why I, I had sex with that person again. I just right, said, right. "Let's not do that." Let's not do that again. Let's not go. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. And it doesn't have to be a big deal, and we don't have to have a whole thing about it just yeah. i didn't like that but isn't it crazy though it's like it's getting to a point right now where like men I, I, I'm, I'm hearing like women complain about how men are not taking chances how men are not like being aggressive enough anymore and it's almost as if like this whole culture which i think is which is i think is great this whole thing about women bouncing back and finally putting their foot down and saying yo this shit's been going on for too long is amazing yeah but on the other side, it's making some men very timid about approaching a woman and getting, you know what I mean, or taking chances. Right. A, a lot of the times I had a, a, a great hookups with girls or like whatever, um, it was from me taking a chance. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like taking a chance that might get you slapped in the face. <laughs> yeah. But my point is, is that like the, the majority of the, the approaches worked. Yeah. So it's like... 
it's interesting. It's like men want women want men to take chances, but then now we're at a point where it's like it's hard for a man to take chances. Mm-hmm. You know. But but is the payoff that much better when they do? Is the payoff much better when they do? When what? they do take the chance, because it's because it's harder for them to do it. When of it course, works, the, payoff the payoff's better. that much better. That much better. Because I think the payoff is I think there's a payoff even if it doesn't work. Because there's a there's a psychological benefit in knowing that you executed something right. and you at least gave it a shot. Right. Making yourself vulnerable is not easy, but doing it is good because you it's, gotta keep doing it. <laughs> it's so funny because I feel like we're talking about comedy too. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, yeah <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. sex and comedy uh, it's Amen. all the same it's all the same because man. if you if you take the chance and do it and yeah you know and you're not timid about it and exactly. you're you execute well and you get the payoff mm. of having a good set how and having even having a new bit you know? right yeah because that's very very true <laughs> it was just funny i was like oh my god it's so similar yeah like, but, 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 you know, it's almost like, but see, the comedy club gives consent. You see what I'm saying? So, like, so, 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 like, like saying stuff like that in a comedy club, the comedy club is almost, in a way, sort of like this level of consent. Yeah. You know? It's like, all right, we're already doing this. It's kind of like when you meet, when I meet a girl on a threesome map. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, we fucking. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, we're going to get a cut to the chase. Right. There, so, but there, the comedy club give, gives consent, but it's not blanket consent. Because you can't just get up there and say anything you, any crazy wild thing you want. Obviously. Right. So it's still, it's still this level of you going up in front of an audience and being like, do you like this? Yeah. Is this okay? Right. Have I gone too far? Yes, exactly. And, and so there's, there's a similarity in that, in, in getting an audience to accept what you're saying, how you're saying it, your approach and rolling along with it and then liking it enough to either follow you or to come back again. Right. That was the weirdest craziest. Yes, yeah, should have been a psychologist. But <laughs> <laughs> but 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 it's but, but but yeah, you're making you 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 make a valid point. Of course you can't just say anything, but what I'm oh, saying is Oh, cuz I've seen it, people say anything. No, it's I'm, called open mic. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Where you know you get up and you go, "Wow, I can just say whatever I want." Oh, no. Well, you can. That's the thing about professional comedians. You just got to make it funny. But just you're, make yeah. it funny. You're just not going to come back. And if it's not funny, become a, get out of it funny. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Be able to, and that, I mean, that all takes time and skill and effort. Yeah. And, and taking chances. Yeah. But, yeah. like take, like I said, taking chances in a comedy club. That's the thing about comedy. It's like you, I can't say any of this stuff that I say on stage in like a regular conversation with some people. You know what I mean? Yes, but, I do. But that stage gives you that 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 green light. Can, can you imagine me in corporate America? Yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. They should, I would they should be have in the you... HR department daily. Man. They would be like, Jenny, you intimidated Steve again. Can I tell you something? You can't stare at him like that. What? We should pitch a reality show. <laughs> where you're forced already. to do some type of fucking corporate <laughs> job for three months. <laughs> Three months is like a lifetime. While some, corporate, while some corporate IT shithead runs your club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called, wait, wait, what's that, wife swap? Yeah. We'll, we'll do business swap. Business swap. <laughs> Boss swap. Boss swap. Hey, yo, man, this thing. Oh, shit. Mike's breaking the furniture at the condo. Jesus. Great. And I just put the knife away. <laughs> All right, so what advice would you give yourself? You, Mike Ishak starting comedy 
something you know now that you wish you knew then? Hmm. The thing that I know now that I wish I knew then, I mean, I would probably say... Uh, Oh, I would say try to do 40% new material every set. Hmm. Okay. That's one thing I'm starting to learn. Yeah. Yeah. That it's very important to, like for so long I've been like only giving the audience shit that I know works because I don't want to waste their time. You know, to me it's like, you know, at that early stage it was very precious that every time that was up there was going to give them the max amount of entertainment no fat, you know, that yeah. type of stuff. Yeah. But then now I'm getting to the realization. It's like, yo, I need to have some part of my set where I can just relax and flex and try things that might not work, but then also close it with shit that works. Right. And now I find that that's really important. Yeah. Really important. That's good advice. Because, because how else do you build exactly. new material if you're not? If you're not constantly trying to fuck around with new material. And I'm and I'm really happy. Like, I wasn't even talking to Jessica after the show yesterday. I was just like, yo, man, I'm getting to that point now where I'm feeling loose with taking chances. And it's great. I think last night I took too many chances on the first, the second show. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was literally just waiting for you to call them cunts. I was never going to do that. I know, but I was like, but I no. felt like you were there. I was no. like, this is... That's okay, just my demeanor. Talked, my demeanor is there. We talked about it yesterday that I I uh, am entertained when shit is going sideways. I know you are. That's so... I was literally wrapped attention watching this going, this could be amazingly bad. We're going to find out. Oh, shit. It's going down. Is he going to say the words? Yes. <laughs> And I was waiting, no. but you didn't. You 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 handled it really well, oh, and thank you. Uh, thank and you. Thank they you. were definitely a very special species of I, female. That I, I just think what I could have done better mm -hmm. was to not go into new material after doing that much crowd work at the top. Yeah, you know what I mean. What I should have done was find a good transition to just barrel through my material for the rest of the, to the show yeah instead i took chances to the point where i'm gonna give them a half-assed story that i might turn into a bit later right which, right, which right. kind of like bogged down well the show. you even said you even said um i don't even know how to get into my material after this yeah because you literally had to come out and you were like you went straight for that right away but i mean i think you did you did well. You did well, thank fun. you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Uh, you know, to me, I just couldn't stand hearing those girls be like that with Connor. I was like, yo, man, these bitches. <laughs> I went over, yeah, I went over and told them to shut up. So they quieted down a little bit, but then Carlos was talking to them, and I was like, all right, how do we get out of this? <laughs> uh, I can't tell them not to talk to the comics when the comics are talking to them. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right. Was he well. rapping at them? Was he trying to hook up with them and shit? No, oh. no, no, no. He just came out and then like, he has super ADHD. ADD. Mm. So like when they say something, he has to be like, what? What would you say? What was that? Uh -huh. What was it? Uh -huh. You're from SAC? Where are you from? Yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah. so he kind of engaged with them, which I mean, for him, it's fine because yeah. he can do it, but it kind of sticks the next two comics yeah. with having to deal with it as well. Yeah. The thing is with those girls, man, it's like they left and that's like, I'm like, a uh, part of me is like, I don't want them to leave. Oh, I wanted them to leave. <laughs> okay. But you know, but for me as a comic, if I like lay into someone, I think I need to like try to figure out that They stayed for a while though. 
They didn't leave right away. They didn't. Well, no, no. they were there for most of your set. Most they of that's what I'm saying. Just, they were like she a, came up. That's what I'm saying. A fucking girl comic. We're leaving. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to get any attention from her. That girl was so. They were terrible. They were terrible, <laughs> man. Especially when she was like trying to like fire back. Like I gotta. I'm gonna put that video up of me ripping at her. <laughs> when I took her. When I told her like when you fart, it probably sounds like. <sighs> <laughs> That's right. She's like, I belong to a black biker club. I'm like, okay. You're like, so you're proving my point. <laughs> See, well, they're just running right through you, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'd say they definitely didn't have the yeah. the comebacks. Yeah. Uh, don't go up against a professional comedian because mm. they do this for a living. Except for black rooms, though. Unless you're mm. a comedy club owner. Cause then. I think black rooms are like, you know what I think, what I think, I'm, I'm you know, so mainstream comics, a lot of them would say that they're very afraid of all black rooms, mm-hmm. right? And um, you know why I think it is? I think it's because the best comedy comes from um, hardship, right? Right. And what race of people in this country has had some hardships? Definitely black people. Right. So I always say, like, when you go to a black club and you're performing in a black club, it's safe to say that. Fifty percent of that audience might be funnier than you. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta come really yeah. funny because half, half this room or all this room just may be way funnier than you. Yeah. That says that the chances are higher. Yeah. In those rooms, so. So it's funny. The last uh, person I um, talked to on my podcast was Lance Woods, and that's what he said. He goes, "As a comedian." Every comedian should do a black room. Yes. Just because it's going to hone that much more of your skills. Amen. Because you have to get their attention. Because yeah. they're not just going to give it to you. Nope. You know, they're not. Sure, they're here for a comedy show, but you're the background noise until you make yourself heard. I learned and that. And I was like, that's awesome. I learned that, I learned that at the Cleveland Improv. I opened up for Damon Williams. And then the very first show that we had, we had two shows Friday night. The very first show... Jenny, I bombed harder than I ever bombed in my entire life doing anything comedy. It was so bad. I bombed so fucking hard. And like, and I keep forgetting when you do a black audience, you got to almost open up with a closer. Yeah. If you don't get them within the first minute, you're now you're talking to a cafeteria. The, right. You're right. You're like literally in the middle of a noisy cafeteria, and they're all having conversation. They're not even paying attention to you, and right. it was very hard. Mm-hmm. But we had a second show, mm-hmm. and this is where I think like my military background came into play because I literally just convinced myself that happened and it sucked. We're right. gonna learn from it, but right now we need to forget it, right. and we need to move forward. And then I restructured my set list, and I opened up with a closer. And I murdered the second show. And to me, it was like really interesting how how black audiences respect their time the most. Mm -hmm. If you don't get them right away, they're just not convinced. Mm -hmm. And they're just going to be like, fuck this person. But it was really interesting. That's like that's a then and I agree with Lance, man. All black rooms will always, always teach you something. Right. That's a tell you the truth. For real. (laughs) For real. Yes. Well, I thank you for your time today. Thank you. Mr. Mike Ishak. Yeah, you're an actually, you're actually a, a human being. What? <laughs> Don't tell anybody. It's a secret. We're going to edit this out. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> is it? Hello, this is Mike Ishak, the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's just beep, 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 beep. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Thank you.